This podcast contains strong language and adult themes from the outset. Hello and thanks for listening to Because You Watched, the podcast that comes up with brand new ideas for TV shows and movies. My name's Rory and I'm a producer. It would be my job to identify an underexploited video on demand category and gather some creative people to brainstorm some ideas. On this episode, an admin error in the 80s leads to a second chance at life for a group of middle-aged misfits. A magical curse at an uptight British private school causes body swap mayhem. And a satirical documentary deploys a needlessly strict casting process. Joining me today are comedy actor and writer Nimmo Dedra. Hello. Actor and writer Georgia Maguire. Hiya. And comic actor and writer Mark Davison. Hello. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm good, yeah, how are you? Oh, I'm great, I'm good as well. Have how you, you ever heard three more awkward hellos? Yeah. <laughs> really uncomfortable, isn't it? Hiya! Yeah. <laughs> do, do I go wacky? Do I just do normal? Yeah, exactly. Do I, I, th- I, think, I think you're... I, think you're, I mean, try, give me a pissed off. And, and <laughs> comic actor and writer, Mark Davison. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's livid. Oh, he's He's coming for us. Yeah. Okay, so this week... Uh, you were given the uh, category of cynical high school movies, which is a real category on Netflix. There are two titles in this category. For research, you guys had to watch Speech and Debate, which is a 2017 American film directed by Dan Harris, and it's an adaption of a Broadway stage play also called Speech and Debate. What did you guys think? Hmm. Well, um, I thought I liked the cast. Yeah? Like, it looked like there was a lot of nice, like, familiar faces in there. But, um... Story-wise, mm. who are the familiar faces? Um, they were familiar faces, but I wouldn't know who they are. Oh, Do you right. know what I mean? <laughs> Don't know their names. G- what Jean, about uh, Liam Jean James? Gruffalo. She's Gruffalo. Gruffalo. She was the original Gruffalo. <laughs> She's quite famous. Jean, <laughs> Jean Gruffalo, who plays um, Curly McFuckNuck's mum. Oh yeah. Curly so. McFuckNuck's mum. Otherwise known as the, the speech in speech and debate. They're a lawyer duo who never not. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a better film. Yes, for for the plot synopsis of Speech and Debate, it is about, uh, well, according to Netflix, it is fed up with the hypocrisy of adults around them. Three creative high school misfits revive an old debate club as a way to fight back. Seems accurate? Yeah. Yeah. It's also incredibly, incredibly similar to the plot synopsis on Wikipedia, and I suspect Netflix have been <laughs> copying homework a little bit there. <laughs> yeah. But you've changed one or two words. Yeah, exactly. Original, the original piece of writing. So I'm noticing a muted response. I found it yeah. contitudinally awful. <laughs> I can't really? think of a bigger. Contitudinally. Yeah, I can't See, think of a more a powerful word. way of expressing <laughs> my extreme dislike for this absolute steaming pile of. Which was your absolutely worst scene? Uh, the end, where they do the triumphant singing that's <laughs> supposed to be, oh my God, you guys, you've done it. You've pulled through and you've, and it was so bad. It was just grindingly, oh my God, if I'd had a brick next to me, and I, I don't watch TV in a, <laughs> in a building site, but I would have thrown it through the television. I hated it that much. But according to Netflix, <laughs> it's quirky, Mark. It's a what? Sorry? It's, it's quirky. Yeah. Oh. Ditsy. Everyone's so crazy yeah. and ditsy and Manic they don't play by no rules. Yeah. Oh my God, it, I hate a, it. It says it's quirky and cynical. Was there any cynicism in it that I you guys mean, picked up? I mean, um. I think it's just it, when it comes to like, it, it's the whole thing of like kids being like 
darn you adults telling us what to do and it's sort of like well you're kids you're, you're supposed to get told what to do so you, yeah but uh, yeah i don't really get the whole idea of like starting a debate and i mean i just how i mean how dull is that <laughs> we're gonna show these adults that know nothing about the freedoms we crave by joining the speech and debate club because nobody oh my god no one goes to speech and debate club. it's awful yeah. Did they do much speeching and debating in the movie? They failed. They failed? Yeah. They yeah. failed, but not for reasons that you'd want them to fail. <laughs> and you've but got a long list. You'd sort of want them to fail because they realise this is shit and I want to live my life right. and be spontaneous and free and fun. But they fail because they've just failed to read the rules. I mean, they fail by being idiots. That's something maybe. that is idiotic in the first place. I'm wondering whether maybe we're too old for this film. Well, I suspected I wasn't the target demographic, mm. yes, being, being in my late 60s. <laughs> 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 but it, it, the, the thing I found cynical about it, and again, it's not what they meant by this is quirkily cynical, is how two-dimensional, one-dimensional the adults all are. Mm. Because these, these kids... They came across to me, and again, I'm not the target demographic, so I'm probably missing the point, but they came across as self-centred, needy, woke to the point of being unbearable, mm. uh, and everything they wanted, everything they were campaigning for was just, no, no, you, it doesn't work like that, and it shouldn't. <laughs> well, you'll be, you'll be pleased to know that uh, you're not completely on your own. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, it's, 50, 50, it's 55%. Oof. It's either rotten or fresh. It's got a splat. It's not a good sign either way. Yeah. And it's got the spilt over popcorn, also not a great mm. sign. Uh, some of the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes are quite funny. Um, they mostly revolve around how inaccurate it is to actual speech and debate clubs. Yeah. There's oh, a really? lot of very angry speech and debate people out there. <laughs> that is unsurprising. There's a one-star review here that says, what is this? This is not at all what speech is like. <laughs> <laughs> this is a ploy for money. This is overly dramatic, even for a DI. What's a DI? And please, what about OI, Expose, OPP, TI, Extemp, HI, and all the other events? Sorry. No, speech is not some musical where we dance around naked. It's a lot more prestigious than that. Rory, you're so in role. (laughs) I know. I I wrote this review. That's what already exists in that category. Obviously, there's room for improvement. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> let's start improving. Mark, mm. as you're the most passionate, what, do you, uh, what, is, <laughs> what is your entry into this genre? Okay, well, um, I'll hit you with a couple of ideas I All dismissed right, yeah. at the early stage. Go ahead. I was so full of bitterness and resentment at <laughs> having wasted an hour and a half watching that <laughs> steaming pile of rubbish that, mm-hmm. as a cynical exercise, I came up with three geeky students... Mm-hmm. who are quirky and ditzy and all kinds of fun, inverted I'm, I'm liking it so far. Yeah. Who object to the fact that their teachers won't let them take the Dead Sea Scrolls <laughs> that were found in the 1940s and written in Aramaic, won't let them take that and translate it into Sanskrit. So they smash the system and spend two years translating it into Sanskrit, and I've called that Dead Sea Lols. <laughs> Um, but that was just a knee-jerk reaction to how much I hated this pile of shit. So, how much? How much? We're just. I mean, I know this is uh, an extra. But how much of a translate is is the majority of it just them sitting at a desk and tediously translating the Dead Sea Scrolls? Yeah, yeah. And I'd still rather watch that than speak to the <laughs> Okay, yeah, what them just coming up with. Uh, oh, how do you translate this from Aramaic into Sanskrit? Uh, that's referring to some ancient Judean desert law. Uh, yes. <laughs> 
but right. I well, don't think that's got legs for some reason. <laughs> so you, you scrapped that one, did you? I yeah. scrapped that one. Then yeah. I came up with Varsity with V-A-R in capitals. Oh. And it's geeky kids. It has to be geeky, ditzy, crazy yeah. kids. They don't play by no rules. Even <laughs> all they want is rules. Uh, they introduce a VAR review system to improve the uh, justice within the school system. But one of the geeks is caught on their own review cameras having an affair with the teacher. Ooh. So... It spiraled into too dark a place. It became sort of Lord of the Flies meets 1984. Wow. With the system eating itself. That's a thought, massive escalation. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've been that. That's, that's, that's not happening. Um, and this is the one I'd like to genuinely pitch. Right. So uh, the working title, I, I, I have a really, it's called Downside High, but it's a terrible title. It needs, it needs a better one. Mm-hmm. So basically, a single school in the middle of America is found in 2019 to have committed a massive clerical error in 1989. And everyone from that class that was sitting the equivalent of GCSEs has to be recalled and sit uh, down again. Recalled? Nice. Like, oh, yeah. like a so, bad fridge. Yeah. They're recalled. Uh, there's probably some <laughs> criminal activity, some fraud. <laughs> but it means all of their qualifications that led to their yeah. adult lives. So they're all in their late 40s, but they have to go and sit a year at school and... I wanted them to be GCSE because they have no power at all. There's, there's a sixth form above them. They're not even top dogs. Oh, that is a wicked idea. idea. That is I really cool. So, you- so GCSE for uh, American audience members is the kind of exam. It's the kind of period of, of school where you're around 15, 16. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, sixth form would be an extra uh, two years on top two of that. Years, yeah, yeah. So, and- so two, more pe- two more years of kids senior. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, sixth forms generally wander around schools in Britain thinking like they own the place because they sort of do yeah so i wanted these adults with responsible powerful jobs and families to to be reduced to they've got no status at all and so it's all in the casting yeah and i think the the pupils need to be kind of quite serious straight actors to carry the comedy of the, the the if the past is another country then i think to late 40 somethings the present is also another country it's true so it's very poetic. So how old are these uh, adults? They're about 46, 47. So I, I've got the, the sample pupils, people like Daniel Craig, Idris Elba, yeah. <laughs> Naomi Watts. I've also put Christopher Walken in there, even though he's, oh. he's way older, but. In 1989, he was the thick kid that had to keep repeating the year. Oh, so, he's, so he's, he didn't take his yeah. exams until he was in his 20s anyway. I mean, that's okay, bad luck, isn't it? So like, but one year he actually passes. And he it's has like, to oh, come sorry, back. Sorry, lost it. Yeah. But then the teachers are all way younger. Yeah. So people, I've got Ellen Page. I think she may be veering on yeah. too old to be a teacher. Christopher <laughs> Mintz Plass. I just I love that? the thought. Uh, it's super bad. Oh, yeah. Oh. Role models. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love the thought of him trying to discipline Idris Elba <laughs> and give him an absolute yeah. bollocking and there's nothing Idris Elba can do about it. Uh, and the headmaster is Michael Cera. Oh, oh yeah. brilliant. And the janitor, who's a weird man-child that sort of understands all the worlds but is so weird that no one really appreciates him, Zach Galifianakis. Yes. Nice. Oh, yeah. You know, I really like it. Yeah, so do I. I, I think it's got legs. I, I, I yeah. don't know what the story is or... I mean, initially I thought maybe these kids as well as, uh, these adults rather, as well as having to reset their exams, they have to kind of put right all the things they did wrong back when they were uh, 15. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. like my name is Earl type thing. Maybe, mm. yeah. yeah. Now, are they sh- so they're sharing, is it an entire class 
crammed with the people who need to retake or are they mixed in with the current kids? I think they should be mixed in yeah. somehow, even though that probably wouldn't... I mean, this wouldn't happen, but if by some quirk it did, they, they would be in their own class, wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah. A special... Uh, I like the idea that it's basically like everyone dreads going to like a high school reunion. And then that's only a couple of night, a couple of hours for one night every like twenty odd years or whatever. But this is a class of like everyone that. So you sat next to the bully, but yeah. I think that's quite cool. Like the the bullies at school always turn out to be the like like the trampy ones that are all like yeah. like all just crap in their future life and stuff. Yeah. And then you're sat there and like you're all sorted out and stuff. But I wonder if like some of the so that means some of the the people in the, some of the pupils. Yeah. Their kids could be in sixth form above. Oh, that'd be so embarrassing! Imagine. That's now you're thinking. That's, that's cool. true. Yeah. And also, uh, teacher-pupil relationships could develop. Which would they be out of bounds or not? <laughs> oh, it's a, compl- it's a mean, complicated issue. They might. It's, be a, out I'm of a, it's about time someone finally yeah. asked it because the pupil is too old rather than the teacher. The, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so the exactly. teacher is yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, yeah. so you can't go out with your teacher he could be your grandson yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then also the 64 the, the six formers could be in love with the new some of the new pupils as well but yeah. then it could be like oh your best mate's dad or something yeah yeah but also the, how would the sixth formers assert their dominance in the school when you know, just good old fashioned wedgies. A wedgies, Chinese. Like, give me your lunch money, bitch. The Idris Elba character is like a CEO of some massively successful yeah. corporation, and he gets his head like flushed down the toilet <laughs> yeah, by, exactly. by his own son. Yeah, in exactly. Form. I like the yeah. I like that fact that you've disarmed them by putting them in year ten, year ten and eleven. You've literally disarmed them because in yeah. it's a new hierarchy now. It doesn't matter if you're a, a doctor or a lawyer or whatever good job you've got outside of there, because in behind those school gates. Yeah, things yep. to yeah, so maybe counts. who rules the school is a better title, something along Ooh. those lines. Mm. Who, like rules who rules the school? rules the school? So going back to the dynamics of when they were at school, so assuming they all come back and they're all back in class and they slightly readopt their old ways, like who do you think is the school bully out of the cast of, you know, cast of new pupils that you've mentioned, like Idris Elba? Christopher, if he's the one who was held back, it's probably, probably him, Christopher it? Walken, just like giving Idris Elba a right hard time. Yeah, maybe Christopher Walken is is too sophisticated. It needs to be someone rougher edged, right? Because there's potentially something nice if the bully character did nothing with his life because he screwed his school years up. But now he's back on top, baby. uh, Maybe, maybe that's the comedic way to go. What I was going to say is that maybe he's the wise one that Mm. has no money, no no hope in real life, but he's the one that's learnt the most. The refined, wisest yeah. one. And they're like the geek, the class geek is the CEO of some like major who's company. A, who's yeah. a psych- psychotic bastard. Yeah. yeah. Who still collects like Transformer toys and actually hasn't grown up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And they learn they learn something, but not in the way they expected. Yeah. And it, are we falling into a trap of this is for my generation or would, would the Utes watch it? I think this is for all Utes and not so much as well. Yeah, I think it's a good mix of let's laugh at the olds and let's laugh at the youngs. Well, that's what I was aiming for. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's a, it's a good combination. Yeah, and yeah. taking away the like normal parameters of society and the, the older you get, the more power you have. Actually, yeah. they're all on a level playing field. Yeah. And yeah. I just really want to see McLovin like, yell at Idris Elba. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And Elba having to take yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, what if, we, what if we had like a prom as well? 
Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, <laughs> and they have carnage. Well, they're oh. there for a whole year, right? A whole school year. Yeah, they have yeah, to repeat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but then oh, everyone's asking. Everyone's asking Idris Elba out, and no one asks Daniel Craig. I want to see Idris Elba like rejoin the, ru- the rugby team and like yeah. be, be, or cheerleader. Be, just be in amongst normal kids yeah. just yeah. plowing just through but yeah, maybe yeah. we need to see like the characters who we think of as being the big powerful hunks is actually being you know they've had to t- transform themselves into that as adults oh. before he was actually into ballet oh Duh. yeah the school ballet team yeah Oh, yeah, yeah, or he didn't take ballet and now he's like, this is who I've always wanted to be and now I can do it again. Take ballet for real. Yeah. Well, there yeah. is that, that time of life, 15, 16, is when you're first starting to really experiment with who I am and who you could be. Yeah. It's when well, you choose your, your GSCs. Yeah. There's a couple more C's in there than there are in the actual, <laughs> the actual <laughs> exam of GCCCSEs. But yeah, but yeah, you pick your future then, don't you? So it's, yeah. a, good, it's a good moment, I think. So in, in a way, it might be a good thing that they get to undo their mistakes mm. and start again. Even though yeah, that's true. Near a but, death. but also, there's like, what if there's some old high school sweetheart sort of situations yeah. going on? So a bit of love in there as well. But yeah. then to get the cynical back in every now and then, right. maybe there's like, like the old, the old love affairs, which are like the home wrecker ones. They sort yeah. of come in and ruin everything again. Yeah. Because it sounds like it could be a nice ending, but does it need to be a good ending? I don't know. Do they? Do they pass? I think because if because if they didn't. They had to be held back another year. It's just, you well, know, build a franchise, baby. Should, should probably yeah. never leave. <laughs> we, we revisit this film in 20 years' time with yeah. cyrogenically frozen Christopher Walken. <laughs> we we, we unfreeze him every year for the exams. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that is a good time. <laughs> how, would, uh, how would these people kind of cope with how the school systems change? Like, I assume, not that I've been in school for a while, but I assume there's a lot more kind of like iPads being used and stuff like that. Oh, like, yeah. is it are like Christopher Walken's circulation going to be so bad in his fingers that he can't use the yeah. touch screen? So. <laughs> He's still doing like quill (laughs) an ink shaft in the corner of his desk yeah uh yeah it was one of the things that scares me about talking to nieces and nephews i don't understand what they're doing at school anymore yeah i'm like the old when i was at school thinking oh you're old you don't understand anything now i'm that person yeah Yeah. speaks speaks to both people i think both groups of people yeah fantastic so we we ending we think every maybe some people pass some parts. Some, some people don't. cry gently frozen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, maybe one of them gets pregnant. <laughs> yeah, classic. <laughs> and it's fine because she's, she's in her 40s. And then it's like your baby, I'm afraid. It's in the system. It was technically part of the class. It didn't pass the exam. <laughs> so now the <laughs> baby the baby has to Recent take the, the class again. <laughs> and then the sequel, that baby is the headmaster. There you go. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> Hello again. Just interrupting for a second to let you know that you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by searching for You Watched Pod, where you'll find additional content, podcast news and exciting updates on my quest for the next big thing. That's You Watched Pod on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. So drop me a tweet, a Facebook post or a DM. Anything goes, just let me know what you think of our slate so far. And also let me know your ideas. I might even bring them up on the show. Georgia, Mm. what is your idea? 
So, um, mine is a kind of cross between Freaky Friday and Big. Oh, um, good films. So just have those two like yeah. simmering away in the back of your mind in case this doesn't make a word of sense. <laughs> just think of them. Uh, this is called School Swap. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we're at a really strict secondary school somewhere in England. Um, Hogwarts. Ig- potentially. <laughs> <laughs> Ob- Go over that little bridge at the beginning. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a place designed for overachievers. So the teachers are like, really strict. Um, but there's a group of, you know, like kooky, artistic misfits who wow. um, don't fit, it, fit in and feel that the teachers are really hard to them. Um, and so they're all, um, we see them all in, one, in a detention mm-hmm. presided over by Mr. Prick. Who is the protagonist? <laughs> so not a nickname. That's his. Given, that's his real yeah, name. Yeah. His real name yeah. And if anyone, even the corners of their mouth, turn up, then they're absolutely screwed. Oh, prick screws them. Um, so during this um, detention session, uh, a passing. This is where I might need some help. Uh, a passing mystic who's just randomly like walking through the grounds bangs mm. on the window because uh, she's lost her cat. Uh, and she asks Mr. Prick if um, anyone's seen the cat. But Mr. Mr. Prick, <laughs> have you seen my pussy? Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Touché, exactly. Touché. Exactly. Um, uh, and Mr. Prick's like, no, no, go away. He's very rude to her. So she's really insulted. Uh, and she looks at all the artistic misfits and is like, these guys are really unhappy. So mm-hmm. she casts a spell uh, and says that until the cat returns, Tibbles, the cat returns the teachers and the students swap bodies. So the students, uh. one of the students goes into Mr. Prick <laughs> and Mr. Prick goes into the student. <laughs> Typical Mr. Prick. Um, He's always at it. <laughs> so so this, car, this cast um, are like really thrilled about it. Like, mm. There's a musician, a beatboxer, a poet and an artist. But plot twist, they actually learn that the teachers have really shit lives. So Aww. as they get, you know, they've got mortgage repayments, they, like, have ready meals from Asda, they're, like, <laughs> stay up all night, like, marking homework. Um, so they are desperate to find Tibbles, and the teachers in the kids' bodies are having the time of their lives. What's Mr. Prick getting up to? Mr. Prick is inside Kyle, the musician. Um, and Damn it, Mr. Prick. If anyone's coming in late, uh, <laughs> maybe rewind to the beginning. Yeah. Inside the body of. And, um, and yeah, has a brilliant time playing in his band. Yeah. So has he, ga- has he um, adopted the musical talents as well? If going into the yes. body, he's kind of... Yeah, exactly. So you know like in The Matrix, there's something pl- that's plugged into your brain? Yeah. yeah. So that, that happens. Nice. Freaky Friday, great. Matrix, and Big. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. It's great. It's big and small. Yeah. yeah. It is. What have you? Who are some of the other teachers? Because obviously there's a lot of students. I just focused mm. on. We need, we need some more. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's easy to. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so how would you see? Who do you like want as Mr. Prick? Well, open. I was thinking Peter <laughs> Peter Capaldi. Oh yeah, he'd be good. You know, yeah. Peter Capaldi. That's, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, Michael yeah. Tucker. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think he'd be quite good. And then maybe we can have a cameo from like Angela Lansbury as the mystic. Yeah. Um, mm. Or someone else. What does yeah. what does Mr. Prick teach? Uh, science. Science. Okay. Mm. What about and what do we reckon the English? Let's build up an, like say an English teacher as well. So mm. what's Mr. Prick's defining character? If you met him in the street and it's like, who's that? And you're like, oh, it's Mr. Prick. Oh, what's he like? What would you what do you reckon you'd uh, used to describe Mr. Always, Prick? always spits on your face. Oh. You know when he speaks, he's a spitter. Oh, oh one of those. Yeah, I thought you just meant, oh, hi, how are you? <laughs> 
That's probably that's quite funny. Who, who's to say if it's intentional or not? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mister, Mister, we should call him Mister Spitz rather than Prick. <laughs> Although he is a prick. To be honest, I think that's kind of like a slight downgrade from Mister Prick. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, more like Mister Spit. Am I yeah. right? It's <laughs> a really unfortunate name to go into teaching with, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But that's why he's become. Maybe actually, there's a sub story about Mister Prick because maybe he's had to become such a prick because of his name whereas before mm. he was really sensitive no. yeah so maybe his name is something like really nice like Mr. Clark but then he's just <laughs> now known as Mr. Prick that he's actually legally had to change it via deed poll oh God, because so everyone just I love it. they're like oh quickly Mr. Clark's house is on fire who's Mr. Clark who's Mr. Clark <laughs> memorable. Mr. Prick and everyone's like oh Mr. Prick and then they go and save him Maybe he's upset because then his whole family burnt and died as well. And he's just on his own and he's just like, you know what? The clerks are all dead. That's, yeah, that's, everyone knows that's me a shocker Mr. for the Prick. kid who goes into Mr. Prick's body. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, my God, all the baggage. Yeah. Actually, the kids, like, realise, you know, suddenly get, becoming an adult, all the baggage that comes with it. Just to give yeah. him a bit more substance, you know? Like, just yeah. so everyone realises why he's such a prick. Mm. Because his whole family, his family burnt. Yeah. yeah. Because everyone That'll do it. didn't know who Mr. Clark was. <laughs> It's the same guy, everyone. <laughs> How does this... So this swap, this swap happens. Mm. Is this, this is mid-detention. Yeah, so very early on in the film. So you know, like, often films in this genre have really implausible kind of starting points. Mm. Yes. Like, something happens that is truly insane. But it works in the context of the film. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think this passing mystic will really bring that. So uh, what does she look like in this? Like, is she like a proper like? I'm imagining like you know with um, Snow White and then the old lady with the apple. Like, she's yeah. got like a big hood and a gown. Is yeah. that what you mean by a mystic? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Angela Lansbury is 94 years old, Brilliant. so we she's need to already get into production soon. <laughs> she's I mean, not being pessimistic, but she's not going to be around much longer. <laughs> we need to. We need yeah. to. Yeah. Or we could just get her to do a 3D scan and take our sweet time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Infinite oh, Lansbury. Yeah, well, I wonder. I wonder if we could do her like like on a mobility scooter or something, just to add a little bit of pace. Yeah, good. Just like to be it. like, because she can really cat. zip around. Yeah, yeah exactly. It'd be good if you don't think when you first see her that she's any threat at all. Yeah. So that's why Mr. Prick's like, oh, get and then out. you realise she can go five miles an hour, and then you're like, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that is a threat. Watch my toes. <laughs> so she's just she's just passing through. Like, is she like rasping on the glass of the yeah. detention? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Passing so, through the school. <laughs> well, she's got to be. She's got to be the there. So, I think it's a good question. Don't ask me. Ask her, not me. Like I, I'm not. I'm not the mystic. <laughs> yeah. But do do we need to explain that? Oh, is what's security like at the school? <laughs> Doesn't sound like it's very good. If no. You've got old people just scraping the glass, just going, a, "Hello, kids." Let me yeah. let another mystic in. Yeah, bing bong, uh, mystic in a mobility scooter, approaching the H block. <laughs> the H block. <laughs> Again. She's yeah. back. That's what the prisons were in Northern Ireland, isn't it? Maybe she's a guest lecturer. Yeah. Like, how gifted are these kids? Is, like, mysticism anything? Or yeah. or does it exist in this world? Or is this kind of like everyone's just kind of like, magic doesn't exist? Whoa, I missed a prick. Yeah, I, yeah. I think yeah. she's a real anomaly in the world. So, that is School Swap. Uh, Next up, we've got Nim's idea. Nim, what do you got? Right, okay. So, I've kind of gone for a... uh a documentary movie, movie oh. like a docu movie. That's Nazi. a thing. That's a thing, isn't it? Do you mean oh, it's not documentary? I was thinking mockumentary, but it's. I thought is a mockumentary when it's sort of a joke of yeah. a documentary. Yeah. 
A mockumentary so, is a fake documentary. Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah. is a real documentary, okay. but it's in a movie sort of form. And I shall explain. Okay. So this docu-movie mm-hmm. is about, it follows a production company trying to make a high school movie. So the whole casting process yeah. of trying to find um, the right cast for the, the film and everything. Um, so this is a working title. Um, um, well, I think this is the title. It's called Quota. <laughs> oh, no. Good. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I don't Real think it needs Real mix of emotions much... hearing that one. Quota. <laughs> don't think it needs much explaining. But it's the, got some and, zip and... to it, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a bit too racy, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, the tagline should be, Quota gone mad with loads of A's, <laughs> so people realise it's not just mad, it's mad. Yeah, exactly. So um this like production company are being so like PC and so by the book with their quota that even like um with like the blind casting's gone like so crazy. So like, you know, a Martin Luther King, for example, in the film <laughs> happens to be like the, they give it to the Chinese girl. <laughs> and then like and even though you've got really great male black actors that yeah. are perfect for the role they're like wing chi i think you should have it yeah we really liked her yeah because yeah. she's better so um i have got a friend named that by the way that's not just a random made-up name um but <laughs> so um yeah so the whole idea is that they have to tick loads of things but they're kind of just getting it wrong because they they want to make sure they get a trans um for on both spec- spec- yep, both, both sides both sides of trans they want to yep. make sure they get like um every single ethnicity but they're getting like you know the the boy who works in the indian curry house with his parents and yeah. it's it's an authentic indian restaurant it's been cast as the black males doing it it's all messed up yeah. and um so the whole idea is just um we're actually just watching production companies get this wrong is, is there a way of um ramping up the satire in this and and because i think if it's too uh po face for want of a better term it might miss its target Hmm. I think there might be a bigger punch if it's not played for laughs, but satirised in the way yeah. that... Um, yeah, you can you can give it them an actual quota, which they have to fulfil. Yeah. Of literally everything That's on true, it. yeah. And, then, and also, I think the whole idea of, like, say if it was a black male role and giving it to a Chinese girl, I thought that was, like, even more of a piss take because you see it happen all the time when people are amazing for the job but then they just don't get it because of certain things Hmm. because and then it also discredits the people who have got the job because they are good at it Hmm. because then it makes you think like oh am i just yeah it brings why they're there into question which must be hard and then they swing then they swing too far the other direction and scarlett johansson plays everybody (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh no (laughs) we went the other way so so this is a is an, an actual so it is an actual documentary about a production company making a high school movie yeah that's right so what 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 are the like the opening scenes like what's the story progression we watch like we we see their process but like where does it end up where do we start in the process we could do well base it on all the other 90s films of high schools like basically like she's all that like ugly girl gets a makeover and then she looks exactly the same she was pretty before but she takes her glasses off and puts her hair down and all of a sudden we we can we can do a be kind rewind situation where we have we see parts of the finished movie at the end yeah 
Oh. Or, or, or we go to the premiere and, and we see everyone's reactions and we see yeah. glimpses of the movie like mm. that. Or like the disaster artist does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Something like true. that. Yeah. But maybe yeah. this is like the millennial version of the cynical high school, or the like witty high school movie. Because now, I guess, students are given much more power. Um, mm. You know, they're yeah. like thought of as being the art, whereas we were forced into a crowbar into what do, we do, were doing. Do, do you think kids nowadays buy this sort of movie no i think they do you do i think they do yeah you think they buy it yeah i think they don't like the rough edged kind of stuff that we were more attracted to Mm. i'm 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 now damning the entire youth of the planet (laughs) i should probably stop talking no i think like they feel like because they've got so much stuff to watch like they've got like all the calls like series and stuff like everyone think they're more needy yeah. They're nerdy and need they're needy nerdy. Yeah. Which is not a good combination. All, all we're saying is that young people are just very needy, very nerdy. So <laughs> so they don't understand words like in my day my day the internet was all black and white. <laughs> Who says that? I can't see anything. <laughs> So Nim's idea, uh, documentary showing the process of a production company making a movie like all the ones we're describing, uh, like Speech and Debate. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, well, let's loop back around and look at all the ideas that we've gone over so far. So we have Mark's idea, which is the Dead Sea Lols, definitely the best one you pitched. <laughs> uh, no, your idea was Who Rules the School, which was a school in middle America is found in 2019 to have actually committed a massive clerical error in 1989 and people are recalled back to take their exams. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We have... George's idea of school swap, which is in a school designed for overachievers, a group of misfits who don't fit in, get a curse cast on them while in detention by a passing mystic to live in their teachers' bodies. There's one step more uh, nuance to the idea that I remembered. It was a mystic was involved. Uh, and then we have Nim's idea, which is Quota, which is a documentary showing a production company trying to make one of these movies, appealing to kids in as many different ways as possible, such as speech and debate. So, guys, what do we think fits into the cynical high school movie mould the best? I'm only going to be able to pitch one of these. And also keep in mind that if an idea is good and you think it could could actually succeed, that adds adds even more fuel to the fire, I think. What do we think? We've got got, uh, Who Rules the School, we've got School Swap, and we've got Quota. I think my vote goes for Who Rules the School. There's going to be, like Mark's idea, I feel like there's a lot going on there and it could be it could go any way and I like the idea that it doesn't matter what age you are or what job you have or how much money you earn that was I I really like that idea you get to see yourself by getting a wedgie yeah exactly (laughs) like being back at school but as an adult would be great like in a way I think it'd be hell all the the (laughs) tables would be really small Tables would be so- yeah. well, How far back are you going? Like, That's true. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they got held back for their primary school <laughs> exams. I think your idea, Georgia, has much more uh, commercial appeal. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that being a box office smash yeah. in a way that that Nims yours is uh, more worthy, more needed. But no one's going to watch it. Yeah, no. I don't think <laughs> they, I'd they watch will, it. But the wrong, the wrong people will watch it. Yeah, it, it will miss its target. 
Oh. George's does give more work to Angela Lansbury, though. That's true. Which, That's and true. Yeah. Needs, the more she's on the TV, the better. She needs the work because in her 93rd year, she became addicted to crack. <laughs> and that's not cheap. Had it first, that guys. Is, that is not cheap. She needs a lot of cash. Well, Whitney Houston said oh, just crack got, is cheap. Just got an email from Angela Lansbury's lawyer. Um, ah. No. She needs a word with you, Mark. Okay. Oh, what's, what could that be about? Uh, I don't know. She, she just says, like, urgent... Don't oh she says don't talk okay so she's interested yeah, in the film happen. role it must be must be that yeah, yeah exactly yeah, 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 sure well maybe we can have her in yours because I think I agree with Nim and yeah. I think that there's a lot of room for some exciting casting as mm. well in yours yeah see a whole range of great actors yeah, um, yeah. and including Angela. Yeah. yeah if you're, if, oh, yeah. I mean, why not get Angela in? Yeah, I don't exactly. You know, Christopher Walken got held Sorry. back a lot, but yeah. you wait till you see Angela. She got held back ages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Okay, well then, that means that who rules the school is the idea I will be working up and trying to make into a real thing. Worthy winner. Yeah, thanks, guys. It was an amazing Bravo. little uh, session there. Lovely. I think uh, a great idea one. Ooh, can't, wait, can't wait to watch it when it's on in like a week or so. This episode of Because You Watched featured Mark Davison, Nimmo Dedra, Georgia Maguire, and me, Rory Binks. It was produced by Joe Grace and Martin Tricky.